Stay Sane with Jane, the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing world, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. I don't know if you could hear all that kerfuffle, but that did not sound good. This is so I just cut that. I cut the jingle because something was going a little bit weird. But anyway, (laughs) this is Jane and this is Stay Sane with Jane. And I am delighted to be introducing Jules from Single Mums Business Network today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jane. I was actually really enjoying that jingle intro. It sounded perfect where I am. So didn't it? So it, yeah, was, really, oh, it was going really weird for me. Looking at everything. It's like, oh it's good it's lovely to be here thanks for having me uh my absolute pleasure so we have been in each other's online space for how long I think three years maybe I think it must be was it just before it was just before the whole lockdown palaver so I think it was the end of 2019 yeah um uh, that we connected online um, me as a single mum in business, you with your wonderful um, network group. And I thought this is just what I need. I need to connect with more people like me um, who are in business, who are many of us, sole carers of our little kiddies. Um, so I wanted to connect with people that actually got that uh, aspect of being a single mum, being the only breadwinner, but also the only carer. Um, mm. And I think it's so important, isn't it, to connect with like-minded individuals. Um, and, and that's why I connected with you. I'm so glad you did, Jane, because we do need to be connected, you know, for so many reasons, not only for pre- professional development, but for personal sanity. So, of course, the the title of your show is perfect, really. Um, do you want me to tell you um, now about, uh, yeah? Tell me yeah, about- tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and we will get to the business through that as well. Sure. So myself, so I am a single mum, being here as a single mum's business network, and I've always been a single mum. I knew from the very beginning it was very much a decision for me to do this on my own, and I was absolutely fine with that. Um, I had a very normal 20-year career background. I just worked, um, I I actually worked abroad for a few years, so I was used to a seven-day working week. So coming back to the UK and having weekends thrown in the mix was like, well, hey, you know, 50 50 holidays a year, this is brilliant. But I still worked full-time to to sort of UK standards. And, um, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So when I when I then decided to be a single parent on my own, I wasn't at all concerned about taking care of her on my own because I was just going to do that, um, you know, as I always had, really. I just thought another little mouth to feed. Um, but I didn't realise, of course, that 
I would have barriers, physical barriers. I didn't realise that childcare wouldn't cover the full working day, um, yeah. 52 or at least 48 weeks per year. Um, you know, I knew I could take four weeks annual leave, but I thought I'd be okay for childcare full time for 48 weeks of the year. I really did. I was completely mm. naive to it. 20 years in work, I really didn't know that there would be a barrier. I just thought I'd do maternity leave, get back to work and use childcare. Um, so then there was this barrier and um, childcare just couldn't cover the hours and work wouldn't let me reduce my hours to fit into the available childcare hours. And then I entered this whole world of, wow, you know, I, I, you know, I can sort of go on to that in a minute when you want, but... Um, yeah, definitely. I will join in then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so having, you know, suddenly facing barriers to work and I, and I did try, I tried hook, line and sinker to sort of get adequate work. Um, but my, my skill set was massively reduced. My salary was massively reduced, even though I could have still managed to work 30 hours. I was kind of forced into a situation where I was working sort of 12 or 15 hours or something. Mm. And, you know, and I had a massive knock on effect financially. My house was repossessed and my credit file was completely ruined overnight. Um, and on paper, I was ruined overnight because all of a sudden, instead of being a 20 year career girl with to you know a, a home and, and a car and on all the rest of it I was suddenly this single mum who needed benefits for the first time in her life to top up this part-time income even though I never wanted it to you know reduce my salary that way um so that then came the entrepreneurial journey it's like well okay I need to use my skills I need to earn my worth and I need to make sure that my daughter doesn't suffer as a consequence of mm -hmm. my status. So that was a long journey then, which eventually led to the Single Mums Business Network. Yeah. And let's go back to a minute about that, because we both made the choice. I, I knew very early on that I was going to be a, a single mum. And I made that decision that, OK, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be OK. I'm on a good salary. I'm with, I was the uh, deputy manager in the NHS at the time. Um, and I was like, yeah, easy. No, not easy. <laughs> when I tried to come back from maternity leave and go part time, I hit barrier after barrier after barrier because I was the first person in that particular department to. Um, even have a baby crazily right. but uh, want to come back part-time so I had to break all of those barriers um, and that took most of my attention towards the end of my maternity leave and then comes in the um, childcare costs which again I mean you have to be earning serious amounts of money to be able to comfortably afford childcare and pay everything else. Because I was very lucky. At the time, I was living at my mum and dad's. I was giving them rent, but it was minimal. It was like £300 a month, uh, all in. Like, who who generally Amazing. gets to pay that, right? No, yeah. no one. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the childcare on top of that, and I had no money left. I had a few hundred pounds it was absolutely ridiculous and that is what we're up against aren't we but it did spur me on that I really needed to do my own business 
yeah that's more than you know 15 pounds an hour yeah exactly it's it's you know it's it seems glamorous on the outside you know you use the words entrepreneur mempreneur woman in business you know we really kind of celebrate and applaud these titles that we have but Mm. I was in a meeting today and in that meeting was a representative from the Bank of England um it was a a meeting with Purple Shoots Responsible Finance and we were talking about these barriers to work um and, and childcare and all of the rest of it and you know, it's trying to get a message across. <clears throat> we kind of glamorise the fact that we're entrepreneurs but or businesswomen, but actually what we're doing is we're primary carers desperately trying to retain financial autonomy, desperately yeah. trying to work, use all our skills, continue to work full time because we know we can work 70 hours a week between school hours and when they're in bed and weekends because that's what we have to do to survive as entrepreneurs. Um, but the, the truth of it is certainly the truth for me is I've only ever wanted the stability of employment, the salary that comes with employment, the paid holiday that comes with employment. You know, I've always loved employment and I've always loved the comradeship that comes with employment. You know, yeah. you have to a laugh and a joke over the coffee machine. Um, you know, and I think in lockdown, obviously, a lot of certainly men experience for the first time ever being out of that environment where you are at home 24-7. It's not all, you know, easy letting the kids run around with daytime TV. It's lonely and you want yeah. to get back to the office. Um, so so we are kind of glossing over the fact that what we're doing is is trying to survive and doing our absolute best at survival. Um, and we do achieve it, of course, because we're absolutely brilliant. You know, we're, <laughs> we're skilled and we're clever, but it's not easy. It's really not easy. And again, that's why I set up the network, because it was not only understanding those barriers, but understanding the loneliness and being comfortable with that. We're not supposed to be alone. Mm. You know, we're supposed to have teammates in in one way, shape or another, you know. Um, so I know I completely digressed, Jane, so rein me back in. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Tell us how you got started with the Single Mums Business Network. Yeah, sure. So obviously we've gone from the um, from the this kind of situation where I was an employee and then post-maternity realising uh, that I needed to be self-employed if I wanted to keep working. Um, so I was then for about six years doing that journey on my own. Um, I designed a product called the Key Bed, which is a pregnancy cushion that enables clients to lay prone in their third trimester of pregnancy. I designed it for me. Um, but when I had such positive feedback from like the health visitor and massage therapists, I realised I had a market that I felt duty bound, uh, a product that I felt duty bound to share with the market. Um, but because I'd miscarried earlier, I wanted to make sure that it was completely safe for mum and baby and it didn't pose any risks. So for a couple of years, I was embarking on research and I was embarking on getting a market ready product that had com- been completely health and safety approved, but also had, had the background research into laying prone and the benefits of mum and baby for that, etc. Um, so I was on this business journey. I was getting into networking with men and women in business. Mm-hmm. which was lovely to, to have people around you that were encouraging and supportive and to have people look at you as, as a businesswoman rather than employee was refreshing and it, it helped me to grow as a person to change my mindset and how I felt about myself um, but there were barriers so I felt like I was alone I couldn't quite explain to them why I couldn't make the seven at the breakfast networking meeting 
or you know some of the people I network with would have like an event on a Friday night and I just couldn't go and um and then I, I felt lonely because when I got home I couldn't really talk to anybody about my you know journey and my struggles and and just the financial adversity of it sometimes not being able to afford to go to the networking lunch um so I really wanted to I started to think I can't be the only mum all we ever see about single mums of course is the press perspective and whenever a single mum is portrayed in the press it's always a very negative portrayal which makes you feel quite ashamed of taking that title and um, so I, I, I didn't really, it took me a long time to realise um, I went to a single mem's just a, a social gathering um, because I was so lonely and so desperate for some company and for my daughter to have people to play with. And I thought, why, these women aren't all basically work shy, you know, chain smoking, swearing, foul language. And I hate to say it, but that is, you know, what you kind of think. That's the, the tabloids portrayal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you think there's going to be, you know, um, limited intelligence, ill-managed children, um, you know, and, and obesity, you know, in its ugliest form and, and all of those things. And so I, I met these women on this day and I thought, why are they just like me? They're, they're skilled professional women who are now doing it solo, some widowed, some abused, some cheated on, some just deciding, no, I want to do this on my own. I'm happier on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so through the business journey and through the networking barriers, breakfast meetings, and through not really feeling like nobody understood when I didn't ever get a cup of coffee bought sat on a Sunday morning or nobody ever took my rubbish out for me, um, you know, and it was all on me to pay the rent and, and the bills and, yeah. and everything else and to bring in enough money to do all of that. I, I just put something out there and I thought, single members in business. I just, you know, you know, at four o'clock in the morning when you have your light bulb moment. And I thought, I'm going to reach out and see if there are other women out there. I can do business networking, but just just for single mums, because we're all going to get it. It's an unspoken understanding um it's like it's like a hidden I I wouldn't say hidden disability it's not a disability but what I mean is it's something you can't see but you all understand when you've experienced the same barriers or the same stigma or the same um so I put it out there single member business network meeting and the response was just absolutely incredible straight away um and we started to build up meetings pre-lockdown nationally I had several uh, county coordinators throughout the UK you were one of them yeah because you believed in it too but then, of course, lockdown came and, and it, it changed to a Zoom. And on, it's convenient, you know, whereas you only would have built up relationships with people in your area. Instead, what we did was built up a national relationship so the ladies in Liverpool could network with the ladies in Devon. Um, and it's just kind of Zoom is stuck, really, with that because it's easier. It's convenient with childcare. It's convenient for cost. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've had a couple of gatherings. We've got the awards coming up, obviously. But we've yeah, got... we'll definitely talk about those later. Yeah, we've got we've got each other. And even if we don't see each other and we don't talk, we know we've got each other. And we know yeah. we understand. And we know we belong to a community who understands. And that's kind of a safety net that I wish I'd had eight years ago. Um, so that's, that's why I started the Single Mums Business Network. Mm. And... What I've found being connected to you and the rest of the ladies is, like you say, we've got many stories that are the same. We've got many um, connections on not just entrepreneurial business connections. It's family 
and life connections, social connections. Um, we've all sat at home wishing we could be out or, you know, to have the money to be out, to have the childcare to be out. Or, you know, we we can all feel that loneliness and, um, you know, have that empathy with each other um, because many, many people, and I think we're all pretty real, we, we tell people how it is on Instagram and Facebook, but there's a lot of um, other people out there that maybe are leading their Instagram life, so it all looks great on the surface, but yeah. actually, you know, behind closed doors, there are, there are uh, entrepreneurs, um, single mums, entrepreneurs there that are really lonely, and they're not able to do the things that they want to do all the time. Um, I joined a, a early morning networking um, group, but I could only do that years and years ago because I was still living at my mum and dad's. Yeah. So I would get up super early. My baby would too. I, you know, would feed her, get her washed and ready. And then I, as I was walking out the door, over to the grandparents and I'd come back in three hours type of thing. That sounds um, like a dream. <laughs> it was great. And do you yeah. know what? I got to put on the fancy dresses, the heels, the makeup. And, um, and I didn't feel guilty because I was going to work type yeah. thing. Yeah. But if it came to evenings out or they'd want to meet on a Friday night down the pub or something like that, I always said no, because I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't leave. There was that guilt yeah. inside me that I couldn't go out and have fun. It was okay to, to have childcare to work, but not to go out and have fun. And I know yeah. a lot of us have felt like that, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't, you know, you can't justify it on so many levels. Um, it's not only walking away from your baby like that, but it's also the financial side of it because you know that everything's on you. You know, it's like every penny you need to make sure you, you're holding in reserve, isn't it? You know, to make sure that um, baby rainy day. And, and I think when you haven't got steady income, probably if you had steady income through salary and holiday pay, you might feel okay about spending your disposable income on going out. Yeah. But when you're self-employed, there's never that guarantee one month after the other. So th there's never that real... Si you can never actually breathe. You're always in fight or flight mode with finance. You can never really relax and say, it's okay for me to spend this tonight because I know I've got exactly the same coming in next month. And you lose that when you become a, a woman in business. Yeah, you really do. Um, you know, I know I've spoken to you about the way I set up my business and the way I coach other women to set up their businesses. And it is so there's there's a certain amount of security, but really only one month in advance, you know, yeah. because your clients could all give you a month's notice and then boom, be gone. Hopefully, I mean, I've never met anybody, even through lockdown, all of my clients, um, their incomes did reduce, but they didn't become non-existent and some of us increased our incomes through that so but there's always that level of anxiety around 
money if it's just you and if it's self-employed. Um, I know there's a lot of people at the moment um, really worried about what's going on in the financial world right now, mm. um, kind of in the UK. And although I stay out of the news, I don't watch the news or TV or anything like that, um, you've got to have your ear to the pulse for these things to kind of bulletproof your business as much as possible, don't you? Yeah, you do. Um, but obviously news is very speculative. I mean, they're terrible at winding people up and speculating yeah. what can go wrong and giving bad news. Um, so actually, when I watch TV, I watch Parliament TV because I like to watch what's coming straight out of the horse's mouth. Mm. And so I do understand what they're talking about, what they're discussing. You know, um, there's so much so much negative talk um but because i watch parliament tv instead of the news i know that i i can see what's being discussed in parliament and i can see what's coming up and as you know i've you know been sort of hand delivering letters to liz and rishi and um i was speaking to chris phelps last week and um you know i, I make it my business to speak to people in in government ministers and, and everything else because it's really important to keep a healthy perspective on the, the, the positives, which is never reported in the news. It's always, it's always very much panic driven. It's, it's clickbait, isn't it? It's panic yes. and, you know, fueling anger and fueling hate and fueling fear. Um, and a, a lot of it's warranted, don't get me wrong. But yeah, I avoid the news as well for that reason, because I think, and don't speculate, tell me news that's actually news. It's, it's happened. It's, you know, uh, yeah to a degree I mean obviously we need to sort of put a bit of pressure on the, the, these things but I don't think they take a blind bit of notice of pressure anyway <laughs> they don't do that they do. <laughs> yeah. no I, you know they're bringing a couple of announcements forward from November to October so um but I think that's really to protect their jobs really than to sort of respond to um to respond to the general public's cries for help um yeah. but anyway you know we just need to at the end of the day they are in power at the moment. And um, what I try to do with a single mum's business network is rather than wish for things to change, I work with things as they are. So I try to communicate with our current leaders. I try to communicate with our current yeah. government and say, you know, this is what, this is the reality. Um, please open your minds, please educate yourselves, please understand yeah. the root causes because threatening a woman to, to pull the blanket from an, an beneath her um, without tackling the root cause, I think is probably the cruelest thing a human being can do. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, um, there's lots of work to be done there, but I've completely digressed again. Um, I wanted to go back on something you said, but it's gone now, Jane, perimenopausal, it's just like, no hope. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, that's all right. I was going to um, bring the discussion round to what it's like so then the usual question is if we were to work together what would it look like so for you it's it's for this episode it's slightly different so what do if if you're a single mum in business let's let's sell the Let's sell. What do what do they receive when they join Single Mums Business Network, and how do they join it as well? Yeah, the 
so when you do when this is on the radio are you linking to the video as well because i can show you a, visi a visual of the magazine um we, can put, we put everything down so we can describe the yeah. magazine <laughs> so, so what we have here is a lovely a4 glossy magazine um, when Jane, when you joined the Single Mums Business Network, what we had was a very thin A5 magazine. And that's part of the difficulty of being an entrepreneur. Now, I know you and I are very alike like this. We have our vision. We know exactly where we're going. Yeah. We know what it's going to look like. Um, and it's lovely when people on board and trust that process with us. Um, so I always knew it was going to be a nice A4 glossy magazine that can be on the shelf next to Psychologies magazine. Yeah. Um, and this is this is the... It is the main part of the Single Mums Business Network now because this magazine challenges um, the social impact. Um, so it really continues to talk about the barriers to work, the barriers to finance, the barriers to home, but in a really positive way in just explaining and educating on, look, if these things are tweaks, we can be supporting the economy because I think there are, there are lots and lots of people in our situation that are currently being supported by the economy because they need these barriers removed, whereas actually a few simple tweaks here and there that are actually very easy to achieve can result in us supporting the economy instead of the economy sorting us. So it's there's a lot of content in here that, that cries out to, to leaders, and business leaders and politicians to sort of make some changes in the way that they employ people and the way that they um, enable people um, to help themselves. Mm -hmm. And also it tries to move away from the stigma. So every woman that's a member and the SMBN is very much about, it's not about what you can get out of it. It's about what you're joining. I find that people who um, expect to join the Single Mums Business Network and then double their turnover in six months, they're joining for themselves and they're not joining for, for the purpose and for what it is. Um, so we're removing stigma. That's really important, Jane, because... There are a lot of women who are stuck in abusive relationships. They are stuck in abusive relationships because they're so afraid of how they will manage on their own financially. Yeah. And society has still such a negative dialect around single members to make it so uncomfortable. I've got one lady who joined us recently who still won't tell anybody she's a single mum because of her religion um, and her parents are so ashamed of her wow. status yeah she can't say she can't say that she's a single mum um so everything that she does with us is very private behind closed doors yeah and it's, it's work so there's a lot of people out there who are physically unable to get out of the situation they're in because the, because they're so heavily stigmatized with the status it's something to be proud of to run a home and to run a business and to take care of your children, you know, we really need to embrace uh, and make mm -hmm. it a proud thing to be single mum in business. Um, but crucially, when you join the Single Mums Business Network, it's not a, um, a charity. And I think sometimes people think that it is. It's not. It's a business network. And every single member, because I set it up in adversity, I keep membership so incredibly low. It's literally £10 per month or £2.50 per week. Because I know, I remember, sometimes £10 going out of your bank account. If you're making £20 or £30 spread the week on food, £10 could be a massive hit. So £2.50 going out each week. You can almost dismiss it, almost. You still notice it. But 
you are not asking because one of the stigmas about being a single parent is that you're asking for help or you're expecting people to carry you. So there's a massive psychological thing here where nobody who joins a single members business network is asking for help. Nobody who joins a single members business network is expecting to be carried. Everybody is investing in their own professional and personal development. They're not only investing in themselves, but they are helping women all over the country because every time they talk about the single members business network, and the website gets a hit, every single member gets exposure to her business. Mm-hmm. So they could be having this chat today. Somebody could go and Google SMBN or Single Mums Business Network, and they could find Lisa's, you know, silver jewellery for pets, not for yeah. pets, but owners who love pets, you know, the doggy paw prints and things like that. So every time that any member talks about the SMBN or shares the magazine or shares their own business through the magazine, they're helping all of their comrades it's a real team thing. It's like, I'm not just in this for me. I'm in this because we're sick of being told that we're, you know, uh, um, an underdog in society, I guess. We're tired of the barriers that exist that make us um, ask for help when we shouldn't be asking for help. You know, we're perfectly capable. Um, I just shook the screen, sorry. So so we're, we're, we're united. We're putting up a united front and we're saying, look, we're intelligent, we're smart, we're paying our way, we're growing our business, we're developing. There is no um, woe is me mindset in the SMBN. We understand these barriers, but we don't have victim mindsets. Mm. We know what each other's goes through. We don't need to harp on about it. I think every single member who's ever joined us said they go onto these um, single members pages and there's a lot of negative talk, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, it's it's almost like, but we don't want to be negative. We want to look at the uh, solutions. We don't want to look at the problem. We address mm-hmm. the problem and we raise awareness of the problem, but we do it for the purpose of finding solutions for all of us and to make sure that the problem doesn't still exist for our children because all of our daughters need to be able with absolute confidence to say, if they're in a toxic relationship, they need to be able with absolute absolute confidence say I'm going to walk away and do this on my own I don't need you to carry me financially and I'm perfectly okay to say okay I'm going to be a single mum now I'm not going to be a married mum now they all need to have the confidence that it's great to be in a relationship if you're if it's healthy and you're loved and you're happy with each other that's wonderful if you're a team and you work together and you love each other um that's a beautiful beautiful situation to be in but if it's not happy you need to be able to leave and as it stands at the moment our daughters are going to be afraid to leave you know so um so we're setting an example we're being positive we're being proactive you know everybody chips in it's just and of course this magazine everybody gets exposure to their business in this magazine there's no as a member, you get the opportunity to write articles for the magazine. I've written um, in the last two, I believe. No, maybe not that one. But I've written two long articles in different magazines. I've been on the front cover of one of the magazines. And that magazine went to several MPs. They're now Prime Minister. And... Um, the an ex dragon's den yeah that's um, right. post you know yeah 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 and 
he he reposted the magazine on Instagram, and yeah. I was sat on his shelf on one of his podcasts. You know, it's wonderful, it's amazing. Isn't it? You know, he's been so incredibly supportive, and and it's taken years to build up these kinds of relationships. You know, it has taken years, and I think this is this is the, one of the benefits. Like you say, it's the magazine itself. Um, it's just one of the benefits. So when again, when I was networking, I would find that I joined a network and then I was upsold or oh, you can buy this or buy that. Now, if you're told you need to pay 60 pounds for a small advert in a magazine, we all know how difficult that is. Mm. You know, it's it's fine now. I mean, I've spent with the SMBN, I've spent a thousand pounds, I think, on a page in a psychologist magazine to send readers our way. It's the same for a lady magazine advert to send their readers our way. So it's reaching the readers. A member herself wouldn't be able to, some members can, don't get me wrong. I mustn't tie everyone with the same brush because some of our members are high net worth. Some of our members are still on benefits. There's a real mix, but you can never tell. You can never tell who's who. And that's brilliant because everybody is the same everybody feels the same everybody's treated the same we don't really talk about money we, we just don't actually in all of the um all of the online meetings all of the in-person meetings I've been I have no idea actually how much everybody earns it's not about that yeah it's about shining a light on them their business and if they need help in any other area of their life that's that's what it's about isn't it yeah we just sit and we chat and it's very very casual but we can all give each other lovely bits of tips and advice and and how to sort of so so the membership benefits you were saying about the kind of selling up thing um it's actually quite there's a lot um so I'm going to try and say it in brief the initial thing and I, I think really when you when you look at the 250 per week or 10 pound per month like, 120 pound per year it equates to when you look at the fee what you get for your money which obviously is what some people ask but like I said earlier I don't want anybody to join for what they get I want people to join for what it is yeah. and what they belong to but what you get um which the 120 pounds whole year's fee the whole year's fee is gone in five seconds my time I value my time that much yeah you know but it's it is valuable and I um I've spent years building up I've got over 10,000 first connections between my blog followers between my LinkedIn connections between my Twitter followers and and all of these things has taken me years of business networking years of building up relationships I've got as you know relationships um now with with quite influential people in the business world um and in in, in the in generally in the UK um so when a member joins, if she's in business, I do this blog. So we set up this business card and we put links to your website and we tell everybody, we're like, look, this is so-and-so and this is what she's doing and this is where her website is and this is what you can buy. So that's an immediate introduction, immediate, really powerful. So the fact that you get that when you first set up your first £2.50 payment, there's a lot <laughs> of trust on my part. I'm really hoping that that person stays for at least a year so I can get my value from that one blog, you know, because obviously it takes me half a day to set it all up and write it and format it and send it out across all of these platforms. Um, so they get that really good um, exposure to all of those people. Um, they don't have to shy about themselves. I shy about them. So that's the initial thing. And to be honest with you, then, you know, you, you're in like, 
I mean, credit, it's like everything else after that is just, it's not even value for money. It's just like, <laughs> these are all the extras. Bang for your buck. This is all your extras. So you've got, I mean, we set up a membership to Palm Assist. Like Palm Assists give um, their certified counselors, they do legal advice and um, all kinds of advice, debt advice. So you've got real support there through Palm Assist. You can ring them and talk to them. And I send out the newsletters to members through HubSpot to make sure they've got the login information and stuff like that, which hopefully you've had. It's not in spam. Yeah. Um, so and then obviously the one-to-ones, you can have a one-to-one with me anytime as a member. We talked about this before. You said, dude, do you really want to say that? Because people are going to bleed you dry. Yeah. You know, I really, I'm very um, spiritual like this and I trust the universe and I trust that they're only going to send enough one-to-ones that I can deal with and we chat. And it's fine because at the end of the day, if somebody needs to talk, they have a power hour, you know, it gives them a bit of sort of fire in their belly or a bit of encouragement or a bit of support or a bit of useful advice and normally they're happy with that a few people come back for more but actually um so far so good the one-to-ones aren't too too um taxing and obviously we get our um meetings that we have on zoom normally once a month i upped it to once a week and then i dined it again to once a month but we do get regular meetings on zooms yeah it went up when we were in uh, all the lockdowns didn't we and we all had a lot of time and we all wanted to really connect with each other and it just made sense okay. and equally it made sense to go back to once a month once you know kids are in school everyone's starting to see clients again face to face online their businesses are growing again and you know it it does make sense and I I think the flexibility within single mums business network we all get it because our businesses are all flexible Mm. and the clients that stay with me and I've I've have some clients that have been my clients my monthly clients for like well over six years now and sometimes I've got to change last minute and that's okay because they're flexible they get it and if they've got to change last minute it's okay I get it now obviously you you know you keep uh, your eye on people that keep doing it that's not okay but Having that flexibility, um, I I think is good. Yeah, it's really important. And so if I do need to change something, because as a leader, I'm also a single mom, you know, running business and work as well, I maintain. Um, you know, I feel like if anybody wasn't okay with that, then I would know that, you know, they didn't quite but to be honest, everybody does get it and everybody is okay with it. Yeah. There's never any judgment because we're all just doing the absolute best we can with what time we've got. Yeah. Um, so it's wonderful like that. Um, and it's and it's lovely, isn't it, that we've got long-term, you know, um, loyal customers or members that just get it. Um, there is an invitation. So the, the video, so once you join in the closed Facebook group, there is all the videos uploaded, which was this 12-week um, business planning, accountability and growth program, which just basically goes through all of the setting up your website, making sure that your, you know, psychologically informed environment is right. And I say that and mine is all wrong at the moment. Um, but there's so many, you know, there's all the sort of basics to get you started from business um, in there. And obviously demonstrating your support for the social impact and for what we stand for. Um, 
yeah, and the relationships with stakeholders um, and just investing in yourself, really holding your head up, having your pride. Obviously, we've got the awards as well. We're going to have a garden party in the summer, which we're in the process of organising. Oh, um, fantastic, because I missed. So basically, every year there is a an awards ceremony now. Mm-hmm. Um which is which is amazing. We all get dressed up. Our children are invited. Um, you're given enough notice that if you need to spread the cost, you can. Um, the hotel or you're given, you know, there's hotels locally that you can go to that are a bit cheaper. Um, so you're you're given all of um, all of the options in plenty of time. Now, maybe some people like myself delayed it a little bit, <laughs> but I finally got myself organised, and I shall be joining um, you, lovely ladies, on the red carpet and on the stage, which I'm very much looking forward to, and so is my daughter. And the other thing that we really really enjoyed was 2021 we all met and we did a like a summer meetup we did a photo shoot we got all the kids together a few of us camped together and it was just such a beautiful fun um experience that we all got to share it was lovely. It was absolutely beautiful. And we know we're in good company. And we'll, we'll, so we'll do that again in summer and we'll have a photo shoot as well. So the awards and winter ball um, is so important our children are included because A, we understand the childcare. We don't want the cost of childcare. And when do we ever, we, we know normally as single parents, we're excluded from social invitations. <laughs> um, you know, so. So then, so we get to get dressed up because our, our children just see us running around, whether we're cleaning or working or, you know, paying finances or taking care of them. And it's so nice because for one night a year, they get to see mummy shine and look gorgeous and wear a nice dress and for everybody to applaud her for everything that she's doing. And it's a real pat on the back moment. And we get to see our children dance and enjoy each other's company. And it's just absolutely magical. Like, you know, it was everything I envisaged, just like the magazine. And it's, you know, it's coming to fruition now. It's a, a, sec- a third year of awards, but our second year, we'll do that in person because obviously year one was in COVID. Um, and it's magical. It's absolutely magical. It's priceless, really. But the barriers that you mentioned, being able to pay, A, we look for a hotel that doesn't make a massive profit on these things. So the ticket cost is at cost anyway. I don't make a profit on the awards. I sell the tickets at cost to what the hotel charge. Um, but then even that, I understand, even if it's £40 for an adult and £20 for a child, £60, I understand that that can just be so hard to come by. So I do, I let members say 10 months in advance, do you want to pay me £6 per month for the next 10 months? And then you've got your, you know, you've got your places sorted for the event. And it just takes away, it's not only making it accessible, it's also giving you something to look forward to, which Mm. is so important for mental health. You always need something in your diary that you're looking forward to. You know, you need that. Back in the day, it was probably holidays with me, you know. Um, But now, that one magical night, and after the awards, it's going to be the summer garden party. You need something 
to look forward to, um, the, the hope, everything, all of those things kind of connected to that. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's great. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pleasure. I really look forward to the summer, um, the summer get together. And do you have um, an offer for our audience? or or an invitation yeah an invitation I think because you know like I said before I really reiterated nobody comes to the single mums business network with can I have a concession because I'm really hard to we, we don't need we understand that everybody is everybody chips in everybody holds their head up and say I'm committing to this because this is an important part of my progression I think if you're in business, it makes sense to come. But actually, I'm finding more members joining lately who are also not in business. Um, and it needs to be really clear to the audience that you can join if you are a single mum in work, in employment. You can join if you're a single mum on benefits. And instead of being surrounded by perhaps negativity, if you want to be surrounded by people who say, yes, you can do this, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll help you on your way, you know, we're kind of baby footsteps we can either support you with self-employment or we can support you to signpost you to the best routes of employment because of course I protect um SMBM members as well against FAD schemes it's a safe space it's a governed space I won't hesitate to kick somebody out of the group who tries to stand on their sisters we don't do that we don't stand on each other and like you said earlier about the Instagram perfect life we don't do that we don't pretend we don't say you know, I'm earning thousands, so could you. That's the wrong way. Mm. You know, stand on your sister's heads in, in order to try and survive. So um, so I'd say to your audience, to this audience, if you want a safe space where you're going to get the truth and you're not going to get lies and fake dreams, but you're going to get a positive environment where, um, you know, we're just like, yes, we get what's going on, but what are we going to do to make sure that our story doesn't end like this? What are we going to do to improve our self you know personally and professionally um and how can we not only help ourselves but help each other and how can we change the future for our children if you want to be part of that then come on in <laughs> fantastic this is this is brilliant and if you're if you're listening to this if you're in the audience um please reach out all the details to connect with Jules are going to be somewhere close above below <laughs> um you can literally do a google search for single mums business network um and and join us we are a very positive go-getters uh type of a group and um you know hang out with us and great things will happen you want to join now don't you jane if you wasn't already a member i can tell join you yes <laughs> so thank you so much Jules we're gonna to have to say goodbye to you now as we roll on into the next portion of this show thank you so much see you next Saturday goodbye see you Bye. for the party Bye. stay sane with Jane the show that helps you and your business to thrive not just survive Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds. 
bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Hello, so we are going into the next portion of the show, the Minditation, which is my coin phrase for mindful meditations. So today we're going to just really step into starting your day with mindfulness. Okay, so grab that cuppa and step into this space. That's a little mistake there. One moment. Hopefully you can hear me now. So today we are tuning in to starting your day with mindfulness. My name is Jane Scanlon and I'm going to take you through this minditation. So tune in and bring kind awareness to what starting your day with mindfulness really means to you. How does it feel in the body? What kind of emotions do you associate with it? So waking up with awareness. One of the best techniques to help bring mindfulness into everyday living is to start your day with it. Many of us have rushed morning routines and do not pause to be present until later in the day. So this exercise can help you start off your day with a mindful moment, bolstering your practice in the coming hours. When you wake up, take a moment to pause before getting up. If you use an alarm clock, try attaching a sticky note to it to just remind yourself to pause. Whilst you're laying in your bed, tune in to your body. Feel the body resting and notice how it feels to begin moving and stretching. Then bring awareness to the breath. Taking a few deep breaths 
recognize that you woke up and are breathing this morning. As you get up and begin your day, try to retain some awareness, some gratitude. Mornings and routines um, make it easy to fall into autopilot. But if you just take that moment to pause, you can notice uh, when you lose presence and then just come back to mindfulness. Come back to a pause in routine. As they say, smell the coffee. Take a moment to tune in to your body and your breath. And just slow down. I know the mornings that work the best for me are those with routine but that also have moments of awareness, of stillness, moments where I tune in to my breath. Thank you so much to listening to this meditation and I hope it encourages you to take a moment tomorrow morning or some point in your day to just stop and breathe and tune in. My name is Jane Scanlon. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's Minditations. Stay sane with Jane, the show that helps you and your business to thrive, not just survive. Tune in each week as Jane connects with guests in the wellness, business and publishing worlds, bringing you the most up-to-date training, techniques, healing and guidance for growth, mindset and motivation. Each session includes a magical guided meditation led by Jane or one of her special guests. 